When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the guys watching on YouTube right now, we just went through this whole fiasco. Larry has a really good a camera, but he couldn't find it. Like last night or whatever, he's like, I can't find my fucking camera. I'm going to have to go in. And, and so he went and got like the cheapest fucking camera he could find like 20 minutes before yeah. this. So yeah. the audio is good, but the video is going to be choppy. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast, and here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You know what to do. If you guys are watching during the during the premiere on Mondays, sound off in the live chat. I'm usually in there while I'm editing videos, but it, you know. You never can tell, but just do that. Otherwise, drop a comment below. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji doesn't matter. It all helps us in the algorithms. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Send a super chat. You guys can send a super chat. This isn't live, but if you ever send me a super chat during a pre-record, I get notifications of it, and I will give you a shout out on social media. So send us a super chat even if it's a pre-record like this. Follow me on um, on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'm going to send you some free stickers. I've got rule zero stickers now. And then if you guys don't like stickers, it doesn't really matter. Get on the email list anyway, and I'll give you a, a, a list of 20 dating app openers, right? These are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. So get on that. And if you guys do like the designs of the stickers, they're available uh, on merch, right? Like t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, all that kind of fun stuff at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. And if you get your mind right, everything else falls into place. Check out the Beer Club. I'm recording this literally right after Beer Club, uh, the last Beer Club last week on August 17th. And man, what a great turnout. We actually we were on the Beer Club for two and a half hours. What a fun conversation we had. You guys are missing out if you haven't joined the Beer Club yet. It's only 10 bucks a month. Join it. It's a good group of dudes. And you know what? Most guys just don't have an outlet where they can go and bring their problems to, to, to the boys. You know what I mean? They have no boys. Well, here's your opportunity. Okay. I'm, I'm putting it right in front of your face right now. You could be a part of the club, the beer club. It's only 10 bucks a month. Be a part of the boys and come and join us. Last night we talked about all sorts of stuff. Okay. All sorts of things. And it, we, we ran the gamut of conversation. All right. It was a great conversation. And like I said, two and a half hours. So join the beer club, beer, 
beer.comeonmanpod.com. The uh, link's in the description. If you guys want any kind of coaching, coaching's available as well as at uh, gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. And uh, pretty much all of my offerings are available at uh, gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. I'm putting everything on Gumroad now. It's just It's just easier that way. All right. Joining me this week, guys. Joining me this week is my uh, my actual shipmate. All right, Larry Beach. Larry Beach was a second class petty officer when I showed up to the USS Shiloh, and uh, man, we have we've been friends ever since. And uh, he and I both were Swiss. We both sat Swiss watch, which is a surface subsurface warfare supervisor watch. Um, man, long history between us. And uh, we get into that. If you guys want to know what I was like during the Navy, stay tuned because uh, we, we talk about all the Navy stuff. Back when I was on uh, the USS Shiloh with Beach. And uh, we get into that. Actually, Beach knows me before I got married. He knew me when I got married. He knew uh, he knew of my daughter. We talk about this in this episode. He he met my daughter when my, my daughter was in my now ex-wife's stomach. <laughs> That's how far beach did I go back? So anyway, it's a good episode. We talk about sailor shit today. Oh man, we're not at the eight minute mark. You guys are going to have to send super chats. We're going to have to send super chats because I'm already demonetized. But if you guys want to hear some fun Navy stories, stay tuned. I will bring you that right after these words. Here's a harsh truth that everybody gets upset about online when I say it. They get upset because of their ego investment into the fairy tale idea of love and partnership. They get upset because of their ego investment into the idea that their woman is their best friend, their confidant, and they think that love will conquer all and that their woman will be there through thick and thin. The truth is that as a man, your woman is hardwired biologically and psychologically to want you to be her rock. It doesn't work the other way around. Women do not care about your struggles as a man. They may think they care. They may even want to care, but her evolutionary DNA will not let her care. If you bring her your problems, she will lose attraction for you over time and she will leave. Now, whenever I talk about this, people lose their minds and start talking about men unaliving themselves. The faster that men learn that women don't care about our struggles, the faster will save the lives of men. Men off themselves because of their own ego investments in the Disney fairy tale lie. And when that fairy tale goes up in flames, they get zeroed out and they end things. Men do need a proper outlet for dealing with their problems, but going to their woman isn't the answer. Men need a tribe, they need a brotherhood. That's why I created my beer club. It's a monthly virtual hangout for men only. It's a place where men can be met. It's a place where men can talk about guy stuff without having to worry about offending women. It's a place where they can go without having to worry about being called toxically masculine. It's a place where they can go to solve their problems. Because men solve problems, women cause problems, you dig? Visit beer.comeonmanpod.com. That's beer.comeonmanpod.com to sign up. All right. Joining me this week for the podcast is my shipmate. Larry Beach, um, a founding member of the Filthy Fuckers Club. What's, <laughs> what's going on, brother? It's been a long time. How are you doing? Yeah, it's been a while, man. 
Yeah, I'm you doing are, pretty good. You're out in you're out in Japan now, huh? In Japan, I, I work at uh, it's Camp Zama. It's an army base that I've never heard of until I got the job offer. It was like, where where do you want to send me? Um, it's like an hour and twenty minutes from uh, Tokyo. Oh, when okay. you for driving, but the driving is like maybe maybe about twenty miles. Okay, for the guy for the guys watching on YouTube right now, uh, we just went through this whole uh, fiasco. Larry has a really good uh, uh, camera, but he couldn't find it, and he's like, like last night or whatever, he's like, I can't find my fucking camera. I'm gonna have to go in, and and so he went and got like the cheapest fucking camera he could find, like twenty minutes before yeah. this. So yeah. the audio is good, but the video is going to be choppy. Uh, it's just bear with, it, with us here, but it, it's going to be a good episode today. We got, we got a lot of dirty sea stories. Today. Oh my That's... God. <laughs> so filthy. <laughs> so do you remember, do you remember the origin of the filthy fuckers? I don't know. I just, I, I know I had like a stack of, <laughs> of, of uh, manuals training visual material. training material visual training material and people are always coming hey uh let me uh let me glue those pages up for you borrow <laughs> them and stuff and i'm like just <laughs> you can keep it <laughs> just, just keep it mm. yeah uh, no i i remember and i don't know if he was the 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 creator of it but i, I distinctly remember the first time hearing it was from keter yeah that oh yeah that's right Oh, I forgot him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Keter. Yeah, I think, and a... then I think maybe Gonzo. Gonzo was a filthy fucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Keter's uh he he retired as a police officer, I, I think re recently. Oh, he's he re he's retired now, right? I, th I okay. think so, yeah. Yeah. I got um in North I want to say North Carolina. Oh, okay. Is that where right. North Carolina? Yeah. I, I knew that he uh he when he got out of the service he ended up going into the uh, becoming a cop or something like that. I'm but like, wow, I, you know, I haven't talked to that guy since uh since he left, since he mm -hmm. left the Shiloh though. So we haven't we haven't been that close. But Gonzo, I'm still friends with Gonzo on Facebook. Gotcha. I'm friends with Casillas. Char Charlie people. Charlie. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I'm yeah. I think I see a bunch of stuff he's on there. He had a he had like an accident at work and messed up his head or something. Wasn't there's that the same yeah. one? Yeah, I, I don't know. So. I, I know that he, I might be getting people mixed up. Though. I think the, the last time I chatted with him, he found the podcast. Casillas and Gonzo both listened to the podcast, <laughs> and uh, which is funny because Casillas, yeah. Casillas, and I used to butt heads a lot. We used to butt yeah. heads a lot on the ship. I remember one time that son of a bitch came down <laughs> to 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 do wake ups. And he comes uh, oh. down, and this was back. This was when I had the bottom rack. Um, mm -hmm. He comes down, and he's like, "Get the fuck up, Bauer!" And he kicks my rack. Right? <laughs> Get the fuck up, Bauer! And I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> and uh, and so then I was like, uh, "The next, because we did six on six off." So it was like, mm -hmm. "Okay, well, my turn's next, fucker." So right, so right. It, payback's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, so the next yeah. wake up call, I volunteered yep. for that. Oh, you're I went, right. I went down there and I kicked his rack. I was like, "Get the." Fuck up, Casillas, and he wanted he he came flying out of his rack and wanted to throw down right there in Berlin, and I was like, "You want to throw down after you started this shit, right?" Like, <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, but when he left, he actually uh, he was cool with me. Like, I, I think we were in 
I think we were in Puerto Vallarta. No, we were in Cabo. We were in Cabo. Cabo. And I think that was like uh, like his last sort of port visit before he got out. And he Cabo he, was nice. Oh my god, yeah. I just remember drinking so much. I got I got a room and I just drank. I went to uh, what was a Cabo Wabo. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was so cool. And then I remember Casillas always talking about let's go to Senor Frog, Senor Frog. That's where it's at. I'm like, All right. But yeah, it was fun. You know, the first time I went into. Uh, I went into Cabo Wabo. So like for people that don't know, and I don't know if it's still there, but Cabo Wabo was Sammy Hagar's place. Like yeah. Sammy, Sammy Hagar was a, you know, eighties rock star. And he, he opened his own place down at Cabo St. Lucas and he had his own brand of tequila called Cabo Wabo tequila. Mm-hmm. And when you walk into Cabo Wabo, it's like a restaurant upstairs yeah. and it's, it's very small. And it's like, this is Cabo Wabo, like okay, right. yeah, yeah. And so the first time I went there, I was like, people were talking it up, like, oh, that place is fucking amazing. And I'm like, yeah. it's literally just a it, restaurant. What are you fucking yeah, talking about? Yeah. But then if you go through the back door and they go down the stairs to the club, it is fucking awful. Oh, it's always through the back door every time. No, <laughs> <laughs> but there was chicks like dancing in cages and shit, like, like, and it wasn't like I don't if I don't no remember one, it being no one like. Let them out. <laughs> I don't remember it being like go-go girls dancing, but it was just like regular chicks. They just had cages and chicks could get in the cages and fucking dance, you know? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was great. It was great. It was. (laughs) And and the room I got for the little money that I had was awesome. It was like, it was like, you know, just a a free vacation, you know, basically, you know, you know, the ship takes you there and you just, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was good. I, um, I had shore patrol. Uh, 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 one of the days that I, I had duty there. Oh my God. And so I, I was walking around town doing the shore patrol thing, you know, making sure sailors weren't being dipshits. And, yeah. um, and I walk into a fucking club and I just walk in there and of course you're wearing your, your working whites and, uh, and yeah. you know, and then you have your head, your, your Dixie cup on and, I walk in there and some chick is like drunk dancing on a table and sees me walk it up and takes my hat and puts it on and starts dancing and shit. And I'm just like, give me my fucking hat. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, good times. Good times. Hey, look what I found. I went and dug these up in the garage. I know you got those. I know. Swiss. I know. I want, I, I don't even remember what's in there. I know you got them. No foreign, just porn. Uh, yes. <laughs> so here, I, so this is the first one. This is the very first one. Yeah, yeah. And like we started this on for the guys that are watching. Uh, there's these little like green logbooks, right? That that the Navy has just a fuck ton of bl- blank logbooks. And uh, I remember it was uh, McKenna. McKenna told me that they had some kind of like DDTR snake fucking <laughs> log. Uh, He's on the one lo- who did that. He, 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 he told me about them having a log on one of his deployments and mm-hmm. how they would just wa- like a log, like ra- random shit that was happening around combat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why don't we do that? Cause like, cause it's boring out there. Like people just have no idea. Uh, they think just, like just the, the Navy, yeah. is, you know, like Par- pirates of the Caribbean. And it is, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, there is a lot of swashbuckling. There's a lot of swinging over to other ships. There's a lot of sword mm-hmm. fighting. Okay. But it's not like that every day. It's uh, Whoa, <laughs> a lot not of sword fighting, a no lot sword of, fighting. 
it's a lot of it's a lot of open ocean steaming and then nothing for days and yeah. days and days and then you see one like group three tanker out in the middle of the ocean you're like oh fuck a contact like and everyone goes nuts like what's the cbdr uh three miles right <laughs> like it's never going to even get close to us why are we even doing the math that's right yeah <laughs> it's so boring that's why you know that's why we smoked i smoked a lot yeah it's been like over 10 years i've quit so mm. uh, it'll I, be... it was out of boredom out of boredom or yeah. or you're on shift and you're like i'm gonna take a smoke break because Everybody goes, oh yeah, you take. But if you just say, I'm gonna take a break. Well, why? What are you doing? You know. You, you know what? Do you remember Toledo? Yeah, I, I I still talk to her. No shit. She's got two beautiful kids. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Oh yeah, she is so awesome. Yeah. Um, Toledo, she was funny because she was in my rotation uh, when I was when I was Swiss, and she would get she was getting upset because all these other guys got to go have smoke breaks and she never got to go have smoke breaks and i go well toledo why don't you ask to go for a smoke break and she yeah. goes but i don't smoke and i go and ask if you smoked i said why don't you go for a smoke break and she's like oh so she would say hey can i can i go for a smoke i'm like sure she'd go down to the computer room check her email or whatever yeah <laughs> like play the game come on toledo what the fuck you were you were you on the shift where she, she had, well, for those who don't know, she, her voice is like hooks off of police Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah, I, very kind of high, kind of high pitched reserved, like yeah. little girl, like actual sounds like a little girl. So we, um, the ships, when they're, when we're in company with other ships, we do these trivia questions. So we create these, these questions based on our job and, to help us study and stuff. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll go over our uh, radio and talk to the other ship and ask them the questions. <laughs> and then they'll come back with the answer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, Toledo was the one on the radio that would ask the questions. Yeah. And one of the ships that we were uh, doing the uh, trivia thing with um, came back and they did this. They uh, mocked her voice. They mimicked it over the radio and our <laughs> captain i believe our captain heard it uh-huh he was listening i believe and i think was it the the watch soup the service soup all lost you know the they had to recall uh people went to mast for it and stuff because <laughs> toledo's little voice and and toledo's like i don't know what did i do she's in rashir like what did i do you know yeah yeah, yeah. she was she was such a naive uh, girl at the time too i used to call her toledo tubby because she sounded like fucking poe you know or something mm -hmm. like one of the teletubbies she legit sounded yeah. like a fucking teletubby but yeah i remember uh she requested leave for christmas and on like the the request shit to go on leave uh you have to put your address like where you're going so that the mm -hmm. navy knows how to contact you in case like shit goes down right and she didn't know her home address so she she put down mm -hmm. like over like three blocks down from the lake or some shit on her chit and like <laughs> i remember wow. uh I, I think it was like um uh god I, who who was it who who who's uh who's old balls uh is it is it oh uh Haynes? cartwright cartwright cartwright, cartwright. and uh, i think it's and, and maybe uh oh god who was the he was a heavy heavy set guy friends with mckenna um I can't think of his name right now, but they're, they're, they were all sitting there. They're looking at the Stallman. Shit. Stallman, Stallman. Yes. Stallman. Stallman, Stallman, yeah. Stallman unfriended me when I, I got divorced. 
I wonder if that's interesting. Yeah, he unfriended me on Facebook because he was like, Paul, you need to do whatever you can to make this work, you know, because his uh, no. his wife had just recently died. And uh, he was married. He yeah, was I that's in his feelings and his pain. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, and I don't know if he ever legally got married to her, but he was with the same like Filipino gal for like yeah. much the whole time I knew him. And yeah. I guess she had passed away and he was like pretty hurt by it. And so when he found out I was getting divorced, he was like, Paul, you got to do whatever you can to fix this. I was like, you don't understand Stallman. Like she yeah. filed for divorce. Like I can't fix right. this, you know? Yeah. And uh, he, he didn't like my attitude about that and unfriend me, which is unfortunate, but, uh, but yeah, he, so he, Cartwright and Stallman and like, they're all sitting there going through the chits and they were like, what the fuck is this? Like <laughs> three houses down by the lake. Like what the fuck they had to get, they had to get Toledo back up to like fix it. It was pretty funny. Um, so let's look at this. Uh, let's look at this, this log, at least some of this, right? Let's. Let's look at it. <laughs> so it, I just opened it up, right? This is closed here on beer day. Uh, Do you remember beer day on Westpac? I remember. I, I remember I gave up my two beers because I was, I was an air controller and there, and the time frame that I have to have, you know, drinking the beer, I couldn't. So it's like, yeah, go get your two beers. And then here you go. You know, I got, I, I don't remember who I gave it to. My big Casillas or one of those guys, you know, Mm-hmm. But I couldn't drink it because I was controlling. Mm. One of the very few pictures I have of of myself in the Navy is on beer day. It's uh, I'm, I'm sitting there holding like a Budweiser can. And I'm like smiling, right? And for people that know don't know, like the the, Na the U.S. Navy's policy on alcohol is basically no alcohol on the ship unless you've been underway for uh, was it 45 days straight. I and, think so. Somewhere. And then, then you get they'll they'll fly a pallet of beer out to the ship, and you're you're issued like two beers. Yep. And uh, they ration you two beers, and so the alcoholics go around like picking up people's chips, yeah. beer, or chips, I'll give you, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it, it's a good time. And we were we were in the Middle East, and uh, it was right after the USS Cole got bombed, and so they sent us oh, out to see. They sent us out to sea because it, ships are safer at sea than they are in port. And, mm -hmm. um, and man, after the coal got bombed, we were just stuck out there. There's a conspiracy theory with that. Oh, I don't know if you heard about that. No, what is it? So, you know, our, our whole number is six, seven. Yes. So is the coals. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, because when the, the coal got bombed, uh, my, my ex-wife, my now ex-wife, she saw it on the news and she just saw a, a U.S. ship with six, seven on it with a hole blown in the side. And she was freaking out. And mm -hmm. all of our comms went down because they, they shut off comms because they don't want yeah, you like, want to leak stuff. Yeah. Right. So they shut off comms. So I couldn't tell her, hey, I'm fine. Like, it's not my ship or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she was freaking out for a couple of days till our comms came back up. But but yeah, yeah. so there's a there's a conspiracy that it was that bomb was meant for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is because of. uh what we did in the Gulf. Oh yeah. Yeah. From the previous pack. Yeah, I think so. And, mm -hmm. um, I remember, I remember what happened because we were in Kuala Lumpur mm -hmm. and I just did a, you know, we, we get pull in and I go around and I go, okay, I'm going to go to this, excuse me. <coughs> I'm going to go to this and this place and this place, get these t-shirts. We're always getting like t-shirts. Oh, you know, say we've been here. Um, then I went back to the ship cause I was tired cause we just pulled in. It was just exhausted. Right. And I didn't have duty the next day. 
So I get woke up by an IS or it was an IS. It was a CT saying, hey, uh, we're told that you have access to uh, Combat Information Center, which for those who don't know, is the main hub of the the ship, which is where you fight the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where all the that's where all the, uh, the radar is. If you if you watch the movie Top, this is what I tell people: mm-hmm. if you watch the movie Top Gun, right, where the where the, the the officer's behind the guy who's looking at the console and he's like, "Who's up there?" And he's the guy <laughs> down there at the console's like Maverick and Goose, sir. Like mm-hmm. that was what Larry and I did. Yeah. We were we were the Maverick and Goose, <laughs> sir, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, he came. He, he came in and says, hey, you know, you, you're, you got access to CSC. And apparently I was the only person on board that did at the time. And and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, I'm thinking something, you know, something's off, something's going on, something big. Maybe we're sorting, sorting, sorting out. Yeah, sorting out. Yeah, going out. And I'm thinking, oh, great. You know, um, you're going to miss this whole, you know, visit and stuff. So we go up there. I let him in and he goes, he goes, he looks at me, he goes, well, I need to get on the red phone. He goes, I can't tell you right now what's going on. I said, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. So I'm like, all right. So I got, and then afterwards he told me about the coal. It was that, that was the reason. I thought the coal got bombed while we were in Dubai. No, it was, um, it was, I, cause well, I, cause I, so I, I remember it differently. Um, I'm not saying was, you're wrong. I'm yeah. Saying it I was remember it differently. Cause it, this this was this was a, this was uh 23 years ago so yeah, yeah um but i remember it differently i remember us uh getting getting sorted out of uh kuala lumpur because i was on duty like when we pulled in there and mm. i had duty that first night and i never got to see i never got to see shore because the next morning they wake me up and they're like petty officer bauer we got to do the underway checkoff list we got to yeah. get going and i was like what the fuck like i, I haven't gone on i haven't gone on uh on on, on uh, shore leave yet right and they're like we're, you're not going to because we're going getting underway we're, we're, we're recalling everybody back to the ship and i just yeah. i thought that there was some some other shit going on um mm-hmm. and then like we we did we got underway from there and we did go to dubai and it was what we were in Dubai that they told us all that the coal got bombed. So yeah, did the yeah. so maybe the maybe did the coal get bombed while we were in Kuala Lumpur and they just yes. didn't tell us until after yeah. Dubai? Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it happened while we were in, in uh Kuala Lumpur. Mm. I was you know, and, and selfish me. I was just bad because I couldn't you know, I'm like, oh, and then I didn't and then afterwards I'm like, shit, some people died, you know. Because I was yeah. thinking of, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't I didn't get to go do my tour and then I felt bad because I'm like, fuck people. Died. Well, they, I mean, they didn't really, honestly, they didn't really tell us why we were getting put set to the Gulf. Hmm. We were, uh, I mean, we were on our way to the Gulf, but we had to like, it, that, that Westpac was fucking retarded guys. Like, so <laughs> we, uh, we were supposed to go to Vladivostok. We were supposed to go to, yeah. Hong Kong. we were supposed to go to Thailand. Cool. Right. And yeah. then as we're coming out, there's a, fucking typhoon so we have to divert mm-hmm. south and we ended up going to kuala lumpur but we miss all sorts of ports on the way yep. there so by this time we were already at sea by a by a long time we've yeah. been at sea a lot and so we got we our free got, beers several times so when <laughs> we got so we got yeah. to kuala lumpur it was like okay but i i had i had, I had the first duty day so I, like i get there i'm like all right whatever mm-hmm. i'll get to party the rest of the time I didn't get to see any of it. And we, we fucking went to the Gulf. Then we went to Dubai. We actually got to spend a little bit of time in Dubai and that was cool. But then they were like, okay, well, turns out that, uh, 
you know, this call, the, the coal got bombed. We're safer at mm-hmm. sea. And then we were just out to sea for like ever. And it was <laughs> it fucking sucked. Like that absolutely sucked. It was the worst, uh, the worst deployment ever. And then I yeah. think we, we went to Bahrain once and then we were out to sea again forever. And then we basically just went to Australia <laughs> after that. It was like, was it, was it like Bahrain for Ramadan? I can't remember, oh, but that's the worst time to go. Cause no drinking. They don't um, like to drink. Well, we, we were allowed <laughs> to drink on base. Cause I remember, uh, uh, yeah. I remember fields and I got absolutely fucking Plus. destroyed <laughs> on, uh, on strongbow. Oh, strong, strongbow, hard strongbow. apple cider. We drank nine pitchers of that between the two of us. Nine. Yeah. I don't know how I, I didn't have alcohol poisoning, but we stumbled back to the ship. And I, I remember uh, Jackson, right? He was like OS2 at the time. Yeah. Jackson oh, was exactly. shore patrol and he was escorting the captain back to the ship. <laughs> the and captain. he's like, come on, captain, we got to go. And he's like, y'all ain't getting another way without me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he. <laughs> He was like, the captain was fucking drunk and belligerent. Captain's a pirate. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, so yeah, that, that deployment was fucked up. Um, let's, let's go through, let me just pull up an entry here. Let's see what we got. I used to, there was this whole series in here. Yeah. Here near the end where, so this started off, I was a Swiss, right? Which is, um, surface subsurface warfare supervisor. Right. Be- Beach and I were both uh, Swiss at, at some point. And uh, I was a, I was a, I was made Swiss when I was a, in, uh, uh, in E3. I was like, a, I was, yeah, a, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, because I was one of those guys that if I stood a watch and I fucking hated it, I was like, what is that guy doing? Like, who's that? Right. The, the boss doing? What's the boss doing? What's the guy do that I, doesn't always have to rotate to, right. In these- stupid or, right, or to the bridge go to the fucking the bridge, bridge the and, and try not to fall asleep up there and yep. shit. right and so i was always like okay let me do the quals to get to the next spot right so mm-hmm. when i was uh when i was doing uh battle stations or whatever or, or gq i was for a long time i was down in dc central and oh and I, how'd you get that, man? I they I, put me down there, dude. I, I did, luckily I didn't have to do a like a, a fire locker or something like that. Yeah. I was I was down DC Central, but I had to. I was uh, I had to listen. I was a radio operator for one of the fire lockers, and anything that they told me, I had to relay it to uh, to some guy, mm. and I can't remember what his spot was, but he put it all on a board. And then the DCA would look at what's going on on the board and know basically what was going on on the ship, like what fires yeah. were where and stuff. And uh, so I was like, I want that guy's spot, the guy who's putting the shit on the board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I got qualified to do that. And it's funny because it seemed like every time I got qualified to do that job, then I would get rotated back up to combat. So so after I got qualified to do that, it wasn't long after that that they that they uh, they made me like an aft watch for GQ. Let me tell you something. I was starboard, starboard lookout on GQ. Yeah, the the aft aft Either lookout, dude. Aft lookout for GQ. You you just go up there with a book, right? Yeah. Because because they're like fighting, they're fighting imaginary fires on the ship. Yeah. They're like doing all sorts of like you know fighting imaginary ships in you know during these drills. When you're aft lookout, there ain't shit out there in the middle of the ocean. So you're, and then you don't go out on the, the fantail. You're, you go into the heel hanger. So you go up to the heel hanger and sit in the, you know, in the, 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 
So oh, so now you're not, I thought you were on the fantail. No, not during oh. GQ. No, so so you go in and you just sit up there. You just sit up there mm. and like bring a book. Fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah. And then and then uh then they moved me into combat after that. I can't remember what I did for probably Swiss or some shit during uh or somebody will like, how could Bauer get to the you know, somebody probably did that. How someone probably bitched the, about it, yeah. Be out there, yeah. Well, the, I mean, the funny thing though is like in the in the I, what I found in the Navy was like if you stepped up a little bit and you got qualified and stuff and you sort of stood out, um, you got rewarded with like more work sometimes, but other times you got war, war, uh, rewarded with cake jobs, you know. So it was like, okay, remember, like, <laughs> remember when you got the train? You uh, you worked under me for the training and stuff. Yeah, I did. I didn't do shit. I, didn't do shit. I, oh. I mean, I, I was doing it myself for a long time, but then they're yeah. like, hey, cheers Toledo and Bauer. And Paul went Zoom, took it, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, this one. Yeah, because that, that was great it. because that got <laughs> that, that got me out of cleaning stations. So I didn't yeah. have to clean because I would say, no, I, I gotta make up the PowerPoints for today's training. And so yeah, I would I would literally mm -hmm. sit there all morning making PowerPoints, and then at noon I would deliver the training. Yeah. And yeah, it was great. It was a, yeah, it was a good fucking skate job, but <laughs> so anyway, what I was going to say is like near the end of this book, I was, I was Swiss. Right. And then, uh, uh, senior chief Stevens wanted to move me over to airside. Oh, and, uh, I, so I, he wanted me uh, to sit a position called red crown where you basically check airplanes uh, crypto Emerging to make code, sure that yeah. they're friendly. And if their, their crypto doesn't work, like you don't want to send them off on a mission because we'll shoot them down. Right. Mm -hmm. So we had this whole thing, this whole storyline in this fucking book about how the air side was the, 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 the Jedi's or no, I'm sorry. The, the, the surface side was the Jedi's, but the air side mm -hmm. was the dark side. They were the, the dark Sith. side. Yeah. They were the Sith. So there's all these people talking about like, Oh, Paul's going to come to the dark side. And they're calling the, like right here, they call me Paul Nikin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't remember that one. Oh wow, man. It was, it's so one. funny. It's this whole, this whole thing. And I'm sitting there like saying never, like this will never happen or whatever. But it was like, you know, I had, uh, I know saying it because senior chief made me do that. We were calling them air fags. There's a thing here. We, we call them. Yeah. Yeah. We call them air fags. It's like yeah. right here. <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, and then uh, can we, can we show this on, on you? We're, we're past the eight minute mark. This is, this is uh, sort of off topic <laughs> with, with, with everything else, but so is this book. But uh, fucking Luna, Luna out of nowhere decides to fucking draw a whole picture of a dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> Luna is a pretty good artist. Dude. <laughs> yeah. He says, here is a most recent police sketch of Bourbon's balls. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Bourbon, FC3 Bourbon, we used to say oh. Bourbon's got balls, you know, and she was a chick. <laughs> So it says, here's the most recent police sketch of Bourbon's balls and they what they might look like today. And <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was part of that. There was a so this is the third book, right? The third yeah. book. We had a second book, and I started the second book when I was on airside, and we Instantly were I was writing, 
I was writing all sorts of, I know exactly who took it. I was, uh, I was writing all sorts of shit about officers and stuff in that. Uh, uh. And just out of nowhere, one after one watch, it just fucking disappeared. And it turned out it was Jackson. Jackson threw it over the overboard. Really? Yeah. And I asked him about it. Cause it, this was like, he, he made like, he made OS one, like not too long afterwards. And I asked him about it and he was like, He's like, yeah, man, you, you put some fucked up shit in there, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, I want you going to captain's mass. I don't want anybody in in the division getting in trouble. So I I made it disappear, man. Yeah, I threw it over the. Oh, I threw it. Oh, listen, have you seen the first the first volume? <laughs> I know the first one. I was like, are you serious? Like, they're all this bad. And there's a disclaimer. There's a yeah. there's a disclaimer at the beginning. Yeah. That would yeah, work that's... in captain's mass, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> were you were you there when they were? Um, I had Maria sent me a, a package. It was it was Halloween time, and it was a, a black stuffed bat, like a fluffy plush black bat. For some reason, it was like a little tiny one. Okay. And I would have it on my console. I don't know why. Um, and then somebody, <laughs> I went. Oh, hold on a second. Got to adjust back pain. Um, so you're so somebody, old. Yeah, somebody um took it and, and hung the bat somewhere like news news was. I think in combat. And then and then at one time they took a picture of it with with it hanging and said if you want to see your bat again, uh give me two candy bars or so it was it was like, like it was just yeah. a whole thing. It was it was funny. Yeah. Was it was it, it Octobisky? I don't know if it was him or uh god, I don't know. Casillas, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you we know, did, uh, do you remember France? Yeah. Oh, geez. France, yeah. uh, France, uh, unfriended me during the whole, uh, you know, Bush, uh, Bush versus Hillary fucking tobacco 2016. That unfortunately, that political event caused a lot of people, like people's friendships and families, to split apart because pe some people fucking hated. I honestly care less what you, you know, who you, who, I, what, yeah. I don't care. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to change your mind. You know, it's whatever. That's why we vote. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, uh, there's a there's a chick that I'm friends with, and she lives down at she lives down in Montrose, which is about an hour from me. I went to high school with her. Just a fucking screaming liberal, right? Screaming uh, liberal. Uh, but she and I get along as long as we just yeah. we don't talk about politics. So we that's just like our thing. If we ever talk, mm -hmm. we just don't talk about politics because we just can't see eye to eye on it and yeah. we get along swimmingly and so yeah so what there was a there was one day where france was like going off about trump and he's like if you support trump unfriend me and he he's a he was a chief at that point i don't know what he what he's doing now but i don't know how he did that because uh i got a story about him i don't know if you remember it i remember uh i remember him uh, we all thought that he went overboard and he was sleeping behind one of the consoles <laughs> yeah, I remember that one too. We found I, him. I remember uh I don't know if, if he was with him, but I remember Hughes miss, missed ship's movement and had to go to Captain's Mass for it. Damn. But and Hughes ended up being a fucking master chief. Uh France France lost uh crypto. Oh no shit. The little little thing that you take up to the bridge. Yeah. Supposedly he was taking up the bridge, but I think he stopped to get a smoke or something. Yeah. Lost it somewhere. So when we pulled in, we were pulling up the decks in all the decks in CIC looking for this thing. 
and I'm like, didn't hear anything else from it. Like he never went to mass, never nothing. <laughs> no, didn't hear anything else about it because mm. he was the golden boy for some. Which reason. I never, yeah, I never understood that because, uh, yeah, senior senior chief Stevens loved Franz and Hughes. Yeah, he loved those guys. And Hughes, I could get, like, I get it. Hughes was, uh, he, he had, Hughes was a Hughes was like. Hughes was born a salty fucking bastard, right? But but Franz was like he just always seemed like he was permanently baked. Like he spent way too much time in high school yeah. looking doobies. Yeah. And but but Senior Chief loved him. So yeah, he he made uh he made tick, you know? And yeah. it was just like when he when they made him tick, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> made no sense. But yeah, and he ended up becoming a chief, and he was up in uh, NTC, Great Lakes. That's the last time I I heard from him. Mm. And um, yeah, but he he unfriended me because uh, I supported Trump. And oh well, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, that's a damn shame, man. Mm. Um, yeah, and I and I know like uh, I think uh, you know I think like Gonzo, Gonzo's not a you know Gonzo's kind of a you know Democrat. I don't think he I don't yeah. think he likes Trump at all. That's fine. Like I don't care. Right. right. Gonzo and I still get along. Yeah. <laughs> you know so uh, that kind of stuff is is really unfortunate um we were talking about toledo mm -hmm. so the in bourbon bourbon's balls i'm still friends with bourbon by the way i i she i i don't know if she i don't think she goes by bourbon anymore i think she got married or remarried or something uh but we're still we're friends on facebook but uh let's talk about the chicks in the navy Right, because you were talking about how That's at your true. current station some chicks are coming in, and you're like, ah, yeah. it's about to be all fucked up. And and I was saying, well, y'all were saying that shit when I got to Shiloh at, because we were an all male ship at the time, and then it, we we got back from uh, 98 deployment, went to dry dock, and it was mm -hmm. right after, like during that dry dock, is they they uh, made uh, you know provisions for women. And yeah. uh, we got our first Birthings fe on females on board. I, I'm still friends with uh, the first female, the uh, first female enlisted girl on uh, on Shiloh. Some uh, I can't, God, I can't think of her name right now. She's a she's a Mexican chick. Was she in deck division? No, I'm just kidding. She wasn't <laughs> in deck. She wasn't in deck division. She was a enlisted fireman, though I think. Oh, fireman. Undesignated fireman, and huh. uh, and I'm friends with her still on Facebook. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Ramos, 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 Ramos. Yeah. Yep. I'm friends with her still, which is funny too, because she was like, she was hot, right? Mm -hmm. She was like, she, she's not just Navy hot, like out to sea yeah, after three months gorgeous. hot. She yeah. was cute, right? She was really cute. Mm -hmm. And all the guys wanted to get with her. Yeah. And I think I even asked her on a date once and um, mm -hmm. that didn't work out, but we're, uh, we're friends on Facebook and she's not cute anymore. <laughs> I think the, the wall has hit poor Ramos yeah. pretty hard. Yep. You know, I hate to say. But, uh, but yeah, so, so the chicks on the ship for me, it wasn't a big deal. Cause I had just came out of a school. I had just come out of boot camp, and a school, like the chicks in a school were just as bad as the dudes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I wasn't too worried about it. In fact, uh, after the chicks came on board, like guys started actually showering and putting cologne on and stuff. <laughs> You know, yeah, like it kind of improvement. It kind of it kind of yeah. was an improvement. But um, one thing I do remember though is that some of those chicks were fucking disgusting, right? There was a there was a, a, a chick in uh, deck division that shit in a bucket. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember that? God, I can't remember that chick's name. But, <laughs> Third uh, name, bucket shitter. 
<laughs> a, yeah, because uh, we had Connolly, right? Connolly, I'm friends with Connolly still. Yeah, Connolly, I see. You. Connolly was like our little spy down in down in female birthing because she was, uh, you know, she was a. Uh, when I first met her, she was an OS three, and she made mm. OS two on the ship. But she would talk about like all the filthy shit that was going on in the girls' birthing, right? Like uh, mm. they had a health and comfort inspection, and like all mm. the chicks had dildos and stuff, and uh, <laughs> and then there was that that like they came back from port one time and that there was a shit in the bucket and no one knew who did it, but everyone sort of suspected it was that, that uh, undesignated mm. semen chick. Cause that chick was just fucking gross anyway. Mm. Um, do you remember Balches? The name sounds familiar. Balches, but I don't know the ba face. Balches but... was in our division. She was, uh, like a, like a, maybe an E3 or something. Hmm. And she was a blonde chick. She was from hmm. the Bronx. And yeah. so she, she had a thick New York accent and um, she ended up like getting herself kicked out because she went right up to the XO with her girlfriend and made out with the XO in front of like right in his office. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll she do was, her. Yeah. She was ready to get out. So that's, that's how she decided that she was going to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The chicks in the Navy are, they're interesting creatures. I guess story is FC three Lunsford or FC two. I'm friends with her. Still. I know, yeah. I'm friends with her still. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. She's friends. I'm friends with her on Facebook. <sighs> so I was, I was Mestec master arms at the okay. time. Yeah. So I was doing that and she was pregnant, but she was FSA. So, you know, there are certain things that the pregnant women can do or are allowed to do whatever. And certain things they can't. Right. Uh, mopping the floor, they can mop the floor, they can sweep the floor, whatever. Um, and she was just sitting down at the table, tables doing nothing. And of course, you know, I gotta be a mess like master. I don't know what you need to get up and get something. I, I don't feel good. And this and that she, many re many excuses why she couldn't do it. I go, okay, go to medical, get yourself a, a written thing saying that you can't do this. She wouldn't do that either because she knew I was calling her out and her bullshit. Yeah. And then she started doing the tears. I'm like, I looked at her. I'm like, that's not going to do anything. And yeah. she immediately stopped crying. And I'm like, I'm like, get up, get up and sweep. And then, and then I see her in there and she, she'd be sweeping, but then she see me start crying as she's sweeping. I'm like, okay, whatever. I just leave. But um, <laughs> that was my experience. I did not like her because pulling that crap, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, you know, I understand the skating because we skate like, you know, but just, I don't know. I, I, I guess I had, I yeah. had to be a supervisor, you know, I had to supervise type yeah. things. So. Yeah. But, um, There's uh that was one, that's an interesting thing that you bring up though, because in the Navy, uh, like I almost never call out sick to this day. Like never, almost never call out yeah. sick. Because in the Navy, uh, if you're sick, you still have to show up to muster. You have to show up to muster and you have to say, I don't feel good. May I go to medical? Yeah. And then you go to <clears throat> medical and you have to be on your fucking deathbed for them to give you some kind of slip saying you can't yeah. work today. Otherwise, yeah. it's here's a Motrin, motherfuckers, suck it up. And you got to get you got to get out there and work. And if so, I lose a finger, I don't you know, I, I'm like debate whether should I go? I mean, oh, the, it's, it stopped bleeding. 
so I'm good. I should be good. <laughs> that's that's my that's my and Maria, my wife, she constantly says, You need to get you know, call, you need to get an appointment, you need to get an appointment. I don't I don't do it because I don't I just don't go. I don't yeah. go to these places, but yeah. There's some people man, there's some people too that I've met uh since the Navy. They will go to the doctor for a sniffle. They will go yeah. to the doctor. They'll go to the fucking ER if they have a cold. And I'm like, you're going to the ER for a cold. Like, do you realize how expensive that is for one? And two, mm-hmm. like, have you never had a cold before? You got to go to the fucking right. ER. And and so, yeah, I, I have very little tolerance. <laughs> is it the COVID, because of the COVID thing? You know, people are all afraid of sniffles now. No, this was before COVID. This was pre-COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I, honestly, like you know i mean i haven't i have i've I've worked remotely for 10 years now i worked remotely for 10 years so i I I don't really have to i really have to deal with that so much but my dog i I don't want to interrupt my dog is whining their ass off out i don't know if you can you can't hear it i can't hear it okay good good all right do you you have to let them out or something we could take a break no no they want they actually want to come in and it's just me and these two dogs because my wife's in the states yeah um so they're just loving up on me just so it's like a separation thing because mm. they follow me throughout the house if i go down they they follow me everywhere they have yeah. to be so i can hear them out the door just whining yeah but I have, they'll be okay my dog here uh, she's laying right here she's here every podcast episode Maybe she's a she's a my professional podcast dog uh her name is sadie and if and i know she, i saw sadie i saw her that was cute yeah uh, let me, let me, I'll let them in. I don't, I, I keep interrupting. I know you're the, the host and stuff. No, it's let okay. Me let them in. They, they'll just go lay down on the. On yeah, the that's thing. fine. Yeah, go ahead and do yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah while, while you're doing that, I'll talk yeah. more about, talk more about uh, the sick, lame, and lazy. That's what we call it. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sick, lame, and lazy. Sick there, call warriors. Yeah. There were, I remember, I remember even one time uh, the, the penny officer, the watch actually put over the one mc like now lay off the sick lame and lazy right because they would they oh, would you said put, lazy oh yeah, my god because they would they would put out on the the one mc that there was sick call yeah. and people could go back to, to go see uh ships medical if they if they had some kind of issue or whatever and i and i have i've had to do that in the past but i've never never gotten out of work for it you know which is it, it it's just the Navy just doesn't care, you know, it's it, like, it's it, like yeah. literally their, their, uh, their cure all of everything is, is Motrin and change your socks, yeah. you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, Motrin, man. When, when the doctors give me a Motrin, I just throw it back. I'm like, no. no yeah. No. You don't like Motrin. I still, I still take Motrin. Uh, although I like a leave now better cause it lasts for 12 hours. So <laughs> Now, now that I'm, I'm older, you know, you got to take the yeah. you gotta take vitamin oh, I. <laughs> I think the doctor gave me some acetaminophen, but it's like really strong stuff for my mm. back pain. Oh, but mostly it's because I put on some. I, I know what it is. I need I need to lose more Are weight. You're, you're a fat fuck now. Yeah, pretty much fat fuck club. Yeah, okay. okay. dude, <laughs> the high, you know, I was I weighed. What was it? Uh, at one time in the service, 270, 277, something like that. So here's the Navy story. Mm. All right. So I did a deployment with uh, 
my my um, job is called JTAGS, Joint Tactical Ground Station. And what it is is a Navy detachment that works with the Army. So we we look at uh, early or ballistic missile launches or something like that. We just keep an eye on certain certain people and watch them. And then once we see it launch, we send it out to them and let them know, hey, duck and cover, you know. <laughs> so uh, several places that we go um, was in Osan, Korea. So I'd go to Osan, Korea for six months. And they would say, okay, uh, there's nobody watching us uh, saying, hey, go PT. There's no schedule. It's like, ah, you can go to the gym. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Most Navy is uh, – I remember uh... – was it Captain Liggett or is it the captain after Captain Liggett that made us do mandatory PT for? Uh, I think it was after. I think it do us. Do us. Do us. made us do like for for. It only, Which is good idea. It was good. It, it, it only to do. a couple months, but he made us do mandatory PT yeah. this morning, which fucking yeah, yeah. sucked. You know, because it sucked, like, but we. I mean, we needed it. I mean, for real. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I definitely. Some of us um, needed it. I I definitely needed it. I think at that time, and I was I was like a chain smoker, so going on the, like the mile and a half runs, I was like dying, you know. Uh, but so, I used to I used to periodically get in my head to go up to the weight deck and work out. I used to like to do that occasionally, you know. So I ended up doing six months in Korea. Uh, not not working out and we're sitting down we're <laughs> sitting down look, sweet toys now yeah we're looking at like compute yeah do you hear the squeaky toy yeah uh, um so i i came back and they weighed me and they're like oh you're two and something this then i'm there for like three months i'm doing pt it's just not coming off quick then I, then they then they send me to um united arabian emirates a place called camp Osalea out in the middle of nowhere desert basically all you do you, there's like three things you can do <laughs> drink fuck or work out right mm-hmm. um well i wasn't fucking i could, I could drink <laughs> they, they had they actually had uh several different bars and stuff which was that was kind of awesome but mm-hmm. um i don't know what got into me i just i started running and uh and then i was building it up so i, I was building up and building up as i've told you this before and I, I believe offline but i got to running six miles a day mm-hmm. and i got down to 200 pounds or something like that but the most fit i've ever been in the navy you probably wouldn't have recognized me because i was so thin uh, maria she didn't like it because she thought i was like uh not eating or something like that i'm like no i'm just I'm I'm losing, you know, I'm burning calories because of running and stuff. And um, that's a that's a mate guarding strategy too that women do. You know, like when they they're it, afraid, it they're, fucked, they're afraid it, that like when you're you're getting sexier and stuff. Yeah, it fucked with my head because uh, I after that after she said that I was like, I kind of did some exercise after that. I just didn't do anything. Mm. Yeah, and no, it just, like uh, it comes back fast. Yeah, they call it uh, like Rolo and uh, John MLD, uh, Modern Life Dating John. Co- they call it uh, the extra scoop of rice, right? Where oh, women, right. Uh, it, it's a mate guarding strategy where women uh, are afraid that their man is starting to look good. They're starting to yeah. look, you know, like other women might be interested. And instead of them working out too to, yeah. uh, you know, you know, maintain their attractiveness, they start right. 
they start either shaming you for working out or they start feeding you extra food to plump mm -hmm. you back up. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, and you can blame it on the women too. You can blame it on them, but it's like no, at it's the me. end of the day, it's, 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 me. it's your own yeah. choices, you know? So, yeah, it is. Um, and I did the same thing. I did the same thing because yeah. I, I tell the story all the time, you know, when I was with my, my ex wife, and you, you met Larry, knew my ex wife. I, I, I met her. She was, he met her different. a bunch of times. She was a little different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, in fact, you knew her when I first when I first met her before. Uh, I remember, yeah, you were talking about, you know, it's like, you know, this you talking about this girl from Colorado, and yeah, I remember, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I met I met your daughter before she was born because I remember you came out for a barbecue in Coronado. Uh, mm. We were on Coronado. That that's <laughs> there's the top. Yeah, you were living in uh, the base housing yeah, at the time yeah, there. Yeah, for, yeah, you yeah, lived there yeah. for a while. Uh, did we come out and show you a picture of of my daughter when you know when she was? Uh... No, she was she was still pregnant. She hadn't get, uh, had her yet. Oh, okay. At the time, that's what. Uh, yeah, she was, she was she was there, she but was she full was on full on yeah. preggers. Right. Okay, okay, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. Beach actually knows my my ex wife, uh, which is yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting story. So yeah, Beach has been with me like from the beginning before before I met her until now. Like Beach has always been there. Beach, I've told this story on the podcast before, and I know you've you've heard me tell this. When you dyed your hair? No, <laughs> no, no, we'll no, no. no. Later. We gotta talk about it later. It's a funny. That's stuff. a different. Anyway. That's a different. That's right, a good right, story. Right, we right, should right. we should talk about that. But no, like uh, Beach went with me to go buy my first car. Oh yeah. <laughs> this we're both scammed. Yeah. So. So when I got, so when I, we got to San Diego for the first time, this was uh, 98 after the first deployment, uh, you know, it was like, we were in home port, we were in home port for a while. And mm -hmm. I decided it was going to be a, a good idea to go buy a car. And what, it like, man, I remember like the chiefs and the first classes were like, okay, look, if you're, you know, don't go buy a car and get swindled by these hustlers Bring okay. someone, bring one of the, the, the senior, uh, enlisted with, you, you know, bring like a, you know, an E5 or something. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, beach. Hey, beach. You recently bought a car. Like, you know, can you go with me and, and help, help me make sure I don't get screwed? Cause, and you're like, yeah, I know the great place. And so beach takes me to this place called <laughs> first choice food down on, down on, uh, uh, national Avenue. Else now. <laughs> first it's choice, probably not, you. <laughs> yeah. So first choice Fuki was like a lemon dealership, you know? Oh, like yeah. they were, and, uh, that's where beach bought his, uh, his, his, uh, firebird, which you still have. Yes, I do. I still yeah. have it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be, um, I'm in the process of looking for a garage to restore it. Oh, so, okay. But, yeah. but yeah, so beach bought this, uh, this, this white, uh, firebird in there. And so I went there and, and, uh, they had a they had a, a Plymouth laser. It was like a oh yeah, was God, it green? It, it was a green Plymouth laser, but it was a sport. It was sporty, you know. And and I, I remember they the looking at the paperwork. I had no idea what I was looking at. Uh, it was seventeen percent interest. And Beach looks it over real quick. And goes yeah 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 it's a good deal. It's a good deal. Good. <laughs> Fucking I signed right, on a dotted line. And yeah, yeah. the payments on that thing plus insurance basically wiped out my entire paycheck every month. Oh, and I, I had yeah. no money. I had no money. And so then someone was like, well, why don't you go get it refinanced through 
uh, Navy Federal, like, yeah, uh, like seventeen percent interest. Good God, you know, and uh, and I and that really wasn't on on Larry though. That that was really just the fact that I had no credit, you know, because I was. And then like, you get it through their their thing, and I think I did the same stupid thing. I think yeah. I I got it through them too. Yeah, so I went yeah. to I went to Navy Fed, and they said, uh, "You have no credit, so you need to pay on this for at least a year, and then we'll refinance you." And so I was like, okay, so I just, I just sucked it up for a year, made my payments on it. Uh, and then anytime, like uh, anyone need to go out in town, oh, Bauer's got a car. I'm like, okay, but you got to fill up my gas tank, right? Like yeah, that's how right. I got gas. Yep. Uh, meatball, meatball didn't have a driver's Oh license. yeah. I remember meatball. Yeah. So I would, I would take meatball like way out to like Grossmont mall and shit. And, uh, yeah. and he would pay for a full tank of gas and I'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. He's a little what? twitchy. I'm, I'm friends with Meatball on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but, I've seen him on there. Yeah. But uh, but I dropped meat off and he would be like, hey, man, you want to go hang out with me at Mongolia Barbecue? I was like, nah. <laughs> no, but have a good time, meat. And uh, and yeah. then I would take off and I'd have a full tank of gas again. And like that got me by for a year. And then I refinanced with Navy Federal, got the interest rate down and the payments down. Mm -hmm. And it was better after that. But it was, a, you know, it was a good, <laughs> it was a good lesson. It was a good Dude, lesson. Dude, the same that same uh dealership now so originally i went and i i got a firebird but the firebird i got didn't see the one the one that i had ha actually had a, a cell phone in it mm -hmm. which was badass right but oh that yeah was, it wasn't second, hooked up though yeah it was was it oh. oh yeah yeah it was it was hooked up i used it a couple times but it was expensive obviously mm -hmm. um so um there was actually another white firebird same model same year that i had looked at and i and i um i actually had drove that one off the lot and so i was going to an a school i can't remember which school it was um and so i i was been driving around for a week you know thinking i'm good to go i did all the paperwork and everything like that so i get a call from him and said hey you need to bring the car in or we're going to call the police and say you stole the car or something like it was something to that effect that you stole it. I'm like, what, mm -hmm. you know? And so it goes, yeah, there's, we got to redo or the, the financing fell throughs. And this is the, I thought it was like a bait and switch type bullshit that they were doing. The financing fell through. So you had to go back and redo the paperwork and they go, Oh, well, we can't put you in this car that you were just driving around for like a week. But we can put you in this car. And they showed me some piece of shit, like like dark brown, just looked like crap. I, I, I didn't want it. It wasn't sporty, that's for sure. It looked like some family car. And I'm like, no, I'm not driving yeah. that. I'm like, well, we have we have another Firebird on our other lot. We can take you over there and look at it. And I looked at it, and that was the one I have now. And I'm like, that looks like the same one, except this one's got a cell phone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in the, you know, I don't remember what the percentage was. I'm pretty sure it was crappy, too. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, great. You know, charge me as much as you want. You know, <laughs> I was just happy. I, I got the reason why I got the car, because I just got off the trolley. And as soon as I got the trolley at the gate where 32nd Street is, I'm like, no more. I'm not I'm not getting on this trolley anymore. I'm going to get a car. And, of course, First Choice Fuki was right there across the street yeah 32nd street and then they had their other place the main place that you know we went to for the paperwork whatever 
Yeah. I'm like, oh man. Good times. Good times. Speaking <laughs> of man, I, I have a I have a funny trolley story. So this was back when I was uh, this was after the Navy, but it was uh, when I was dating Red Pill Chick, and I took Red Pill Chick back to San Diego. Uh, this is the first time I think I brought her back to San Diego and I took her on the trolley and we went uh, on the trolley uh, into downtown and stuff like that. And on the way back, there was this fucking like Asian transvestite transgender chick. And she was something, like, something. she was drunk and she was yeah. yelling at, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, so there was this uh, this this Asian transgender chick and this fucking drunk homeless lady was yelling at her, saying, "You try to take my man. You try to take my man. Well, when my man's with you, he's or when my man when my man's with you, he's thinking about me. He's thinking about me, right? And, and this fucking transgender fucking woman thing was like, what the fuck? And yeah. um, and we we all get off uh the train at the same stop and i just remember like the transgender and me and red pill chick were like walking down uh you know on our way to the parking lot and then transgender chick went a different way and then as we're walking away red pill chick looks at me and she goes you stay away from her she's a man fucker <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, and so yeah like that the San Diego trolley is wild, man. Especially, have you ever taken the orange line? I don't, dude. I remember what the lines they had. The orange line is that the go, one that goes all the way to TJ? No, uh, the orange line goes from El Cajon, like down the southern route, and then mm -hmm. comes up to San Diego, uh, to like the downtown San Diego. Um, but it goes down through the south, like down through like the ghetto hood, right? Uh -oh. Like down through like the shitty area of San Diego, like down where like the low income Bot like yeah the mexican neighborhoods and stuff yeah. um i used and, to live in national city yeah no this is worse apart apartment this is there worse. this is worse <laughs> than national city i just oh, well. uh and the only reason why i i know about the orange lines because like in the when we were on the ship we never had to take necessarily the orange line like we would just take the trolley down to tj maybe or yeah. we would take uh, i think it was the green line like up to mission valley or something or horton's plaza was yeah that horton plaza? yeah horton yeah, plaza is gone now um, really yeah oh. um or yeah gas, lamp, gas lamp's good though. yeah gas lamp quarter's still good but the the mall's gone uh but but one of the things i used to do with my daughter when she was real little like two or three is uh, we would do daddy daughter days mm -hmm. and i would take her on the trolley for trolley rides and we'd go down to seaport village or mm -hmm. you know whatever we go to uh, Mission Valley Mall and, and get ice cream or you know stuff like that. But one day I made the mistake of taking the orange line, <laughs> and we went down through the ghetto, man. And there was just some mm. like this fucking drug addicts get on, like homeless people. It's just it's freaky, and I'm just like, oh shit, like mm. this is no place for like a two year old little right. white girl, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Not the place. So I, I never did that again. But uh, the other mm. trolley lines are are somewhat somewhat better uh just depending on what time of day you go so ah hmm. <laughs> uh, san, san diego is a, a, a an absolute shithole now dude it's well i mean i i used to i grew up in portland oregon so if that gives you portland oregon oh, so you're used to and, it okay yeah well the thing <laughs> is portland oregon was nowhere near like it is like it was when i grew up it was nice right mm -hmm. um 
I've been I've been there since then where all this homeless and everybody's like camping out on the sidewalk. It's horrible, man. They um this they have this long they ride bikes a lot there. So they got bicycles. So they have this long huge uh bike trail that you can take. It's all you know um cemented and it's away from um cars and stuff like that. I mean, you can go miles and stuff and it's awesome. I used to take it all the time. They're camping on the bike trail and stuff just and then har- harassing people trying to go through and it's just horrible mm. yeah. yeah and the um <clears throat> uh, so the my day job my day job the company i work for um their main offices and well then we got bought out that's a long story but the mm. the, the people that i work with that are still in san diego so occasionally i have to go back and like i'll go i'll go jogging right like down uh some old bike trails and stuff like that and there's just like tent cities everywhere there's fucking needles on the ground people yeah. are shitting in places it is gross it's like but they have yeah. a, it's a human right you know because it's all yeah. ran, ran by the right to shit on the sidewalk i guess yeah. it's 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 disgusting it's not mm. the san diego that i lived in you know i'll tell you that right now but i'm I, wondering yeah I, my i wonder is where did the homelessness all of a sudden came come is it because of COVID uh, wiped out a bunch of people's stuff or no, nah. or mental facilities and homeless shelters had to close down. So now, you know, it's like, why are all these people? No, sudden- no, they were always, they were always there. It's just that uh, there were city ordinances that didn't allow people to see it, but now mm-hmm. they have this whole uh, thing about, you know, homelessness is a human right and shitting in the streets is a human right. So mm-hmm. they allow it in in public places now mm. so now you're like you know I, I used to work for a company uh you know years ago in downtown san diego and and uh, we had to plot we had a we had to park two blocks down from the the office building it was in the big merrill lynch building in san diego mm. and uh and then we had to park in the chase building which was the chase building at the time mm. and so we had to walk down the street and if you worked after 6 p.m you were literally stepping over people sleeping in the street. Hmm. You know, it was, it was fucking bad, man. Uh, and it just got worse. It's just, it's just gotten worse over the years. Um, shifting gears away from such right. terrible topics. <laughs> I have one last story to ask you since we're at an hour and then we'll wrap it up here. But do you remember Larry, when you were living um, sort of up off, off of uh, Friars road a little bit over in that, that, base housing over there mm-hmm. and uh we would go and donate plasma oh geez <laughs> we would I go still and... have marks in my i still have I the marks too. in my in both yeah, yeah both arms so when i give blood i like i i gave plasma i don't do drugs i give plasma. right yeah. yeah i for a while there people were asking me about the tracks in my arm yeah. and i was like no i used to donate plasma for for yep. beer money <laughs> so yeah yeah larry I and i that. would we would go down to a pyramid. I think it was called and we would donate plasma yeah. and they would give us like, I don't know, 50 bucks each or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would use that to go like buy a, buy a, like a 12 pack of beer and then, you know, go to like a Hollywood video and rent a movie or something and just yeah. like chill at, at beach's house. Yeah. Like that was, that was the fun thing. to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you showed me uh Brian Stoltz. Stoltz. Oh yeah. Stoltz. Dude. That guy is, he's not doing good. He's not doing good at all. He, he got on meth and got on crack. Um, He, 
He's basically, um, I don't know, uh, bi, but he, he was struggling with that where he was thinking that he was just full on gay or something like that. Um, he was telling me this stuff. And um, of course I was fucking with him because <laughs> I didn't give a shit. Uh, but um, I, uh, he at one time called me up and says, Hey man, I'm getting this, um, this motorcycle, this Harley. And I need you to uh, co-sign this loan for me. And my dumbass was, it was like, yeah, he's my friend. And I said, in finances, never co-sign for your family, for your yeah. friends. Never do it ever. That reminds, uh, that reminds me of, uh, you know, who Rolo Tomasi is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan's, do you know who Ryan Stone is? I, I heard, I, I think I heard, because you mentioned his name all the time. I don't, I don't really. Yeah. You know, so, recognize Ryan and Rolo are friends. They're, they're panel members with me on Rule Zero, but like Ryan always busts uh, Rolo's chops because he's like, dude, Rolo, you are so red pill when it comes to women, but you fucking aren't when it comes to men, right? Like, <laughs> I think that's, uh, you know, that's a lot of us, you know, like we, uh, you know, they're, they're our friend. We're, of course, I'll bail you out and stuff like that. But um, yeah, you gotta. That's what, see, that's what I was thinking is like, you know, I'll help you out. And, but then, um, I, I, I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And he called up because he was at the place wanting me to do it like right now, right? This minute. I'm like, I'm like, no, he, he got, he got, he yelled at me. He's like, oh, I hate you for this or whatever. And um, I, I talked to his ex-wife, his ex-wife goes, oh yeah, it's a good thing you didn't do that because he, he would just sell it for drugs or um, he wouldn't pay. He, if he had the Harley, he wouldn't pay to make the payments. He just, you would end up having to pay for something that you don't even own type mm -hmm. of thing. And I'm like, and, um, he just, he, uh, he wasn't doing good. He had his family background was, was jacked up. He he's told me like what happened when he was younger and stuff. And I'm like, Holy shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, he used, he was a Marine and then he joined the, uh, Navy as a, as, yeah. as a ST. I didn't know that either, but yeah, he was, he was a Marine. Or yeah, I remember, I, remember, I remember him being uh he was an STG, right? STG. Yeah. yeah, I remember he, he and I went out shooting uh down uh, down on the border one time. We mm. brought a bunch of hard drives down there and and, and he had a he had an AK forty seven. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went shooting with him too. Yeah, and, yeah. and we like were sharp shooting up old hard drives and stuff like that. Mm. That was fun. That was the last time I, I had actually talked to the guy. And then it wasn't long after that you were telling me about some of these problems. You I, mm. at some point I, I thought you uh you were I heard from somebody that he was even thinking about uh like getting transition surgery at one point or something. I haven't heard, I don't know. But I don't know what ever happened mm. with that. I haven't like kept in contact with him, so I'm not but you still you still keep in contact with him? He's still no mm -mm. no, okay. No, after that, he's like, he's, he's got a, I mean, I don't care who he fucks, right? You know, that doesn't matter to me as a friend, but uh, it's just that he, he was, he was doing drugs. He's doing crack with these uh, uh, women of the evening or whatever, or maybe men of the evening. Who, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And uh, meth and all this. He was just doing, all, so he was in that and I don't know. I don't know what's his deals with I, I just you know that's really unfortunate get into that stuff man <laughs> yeah yeah stay away from that all right well 
Well, Beach, thank you uh, for joining me today, man. It's uh, it was, it's, it's fun catching up. Uh, I, I put it out on Twitter that, that I was going to be having this uh, discussion with you and we're going to talk mm. about old man sea stories and stuff like that. So uh, I know there, there's a couple of guys in the space that, that are former sailors. Ryan Stone uh, is mm. one of them. He's a former Canadian sailor. I have a lot more stories though, dude. <laughs> oh, well, maybe we'll have to yeah, do a part, we'll have yeah. to do a part two of this. We'll we'll see how this one does. <laughs> if people want more Navy stories, sound off in the comments. Let us know if you want more Navy stories, and then we'll bring Beach on. He ain't going anywhere. He's I'll get stuck a better in Japan. better camera. Yeah, get a better the camera. camera. Not so I see like it all whited out, kind of a little bit. It's the the lighting. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like I like I said before, people will tolerate bad video. They will not tolerate bad audio though you know oh yeah it's yeah. that's that's an interesting I, thing about I, podcasting I, yeah right yeah. yeah oh dude yeah people can't stand the, the audio stuff so all right uh do you want people to find, find you online okay so i game a lot uh and i and i stream on twitch twitch so it's it's a bat night that's my screen uh streaming name on there um i just i play red dead redemption 2 and battle star wars battlefront 2 it's just I like doing it. Um, and for no reason, I got 30 followers following me, following me playing video games. I don't, I don't really hardly say anything on there. I just play. I just oh, play. Okay. So, you know, so, you know what I, uh, so my son, my son likes to watch uh, video game streamers. Hmm. And uh, one thing that I've, I've absolutely noticed about successful video game streamers is that they get overly excited about nothing about absolutely fucking nothing. Hmm. They'll be like, oh my God, I just jumped over a rock. You know, like, right. Yeah. I don't, I just, I just yeah. go in there and I, and I don't even have, I mean, I don't stream any video of me playing it. Right. Yeah. It's just the actual game. And uh, only recently I, I've been having my headphones on because I, I, I'll look up and I'm like, oh, somebody's asked, asked me a question, typed it in there. And, and in order for me to reply, I got to get on my phone, open up, to, you know, I got to get in there and type. And then I'm in the middle of a game. Right. So I've been uh, like, I'll just put on there and just answer them real quick. And then, and then that's it. Just go in there and play and stuff. But um, there's a lot of older, there's a, there's an Australian guy that's an old uh, Twitch game streamer dude, you know, he's mm. kind of almost looks like me a little bit, but yeah, he streams, but yeah, that's about it. Just Twitch. All right. Well, there's a lot of guys. I know there's a lot of guys in the space that are on Twitch and they they stream too. They stream video games. So, if you guys play Red Dead Red Dead Redemption, Redemption two, yeah, uh, two. Look up uh, yeah. look up Bat Night there. Um, and if you follow me, I'll follow you back. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, Larry. Thank you so much, man. I'll give you the rest of your day back. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, Larry. Thank you for joining me, man. You're welcome back anytime. In fact, if any of my th my uh my shiloh brothers <laughs> are watching right now you guys are welcome to just dm me if you guys want to be on the podcast you guys want to tell the people what you know about me go ahead go ahead just dm me we can we can set this up we can talk about our times where we could talk about our, our sailor days it, i love I, I i love talking about back when we were sailors in fact I, I, I made a, uh, I made a, a TikTok about this before this episode dropped. 
about how when my dad, when I was growing up, my dad was a sailor and he had all of his old man Navy sea stories. And growing up, I was like, man, I want old man Navy sea stories of my own. Well, after high school, I got the opportunity and here we are. Look at this. Look at this. Here we are. Here we are today. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all I have this week. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you guys haven't done so, drop a comment, your favorite comment uh, or your favorite emoji. You know what I mean? Favorite emoji. Doesn't really matter. It helps us out in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I have rule zero stickers now, rule zero stickers. And if you guys like these designs, they're also available as t-shirts, mugs, hoodies at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. And once you get your mind right, everything else falls into place. Check out the beer club beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's a good group of, of like-minded men. And once a month we get together, have drinks and just talk about guy stuff. You know, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great place for our, our, our mental health because men need other men. You know what I mean? And then if you want any kind of coaching, go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com and uh, you can check out all of my options, not just the coaching, but you know, everything's available on Gumroad now. And I love Gumroad. It's it's just a, a simple platform that makes everything easier to do. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm on it. Anyways, go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. Check that out. Otherwise, we'll see you guys Wednesday for the live stream. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.